Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast! Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. Welcome to Almost Famous, the OGs. Our first episode, so our OG episode of Being OGs, with me, Bob Guinea, and uh, Trista Sutter, the queen of the OGs of the entire Bachelor franchise and the world in general. Hi, Trista. Oh. <laughs> Hello. My, um, my Bachelor Bob, my Bachelor OG Bob Guinea, who um, likes to introduce himself as Guinea like the pig. <laughs> Guinea like the pig. Well, you know, it's funny because, you know, you come off a show like The Bachelor and, you know, I always thought that I was, you know, world famous long before I was on that show. Unbeknownst to me, no one knew who I was. So, you know, they find out your right. name and it's a weird last name like mine, you know, G-U-I-N-E-Y. And they're always like, how do you pronounce your last name? And so I would say Guinea, and they'd be like, or is it Guinea? So I just took the whole steam out of it. I'd be like, Guinea, like the pig. So may we move yeah. forward now? <laughs> may we move forward? Let's get away from Guinea. So anywho, I digress. Welcome to our first show, Trista. 
That's right. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to be kind of reconnecting with you after all these years. I mean, obviously, we've stayed in touch um, kind of through social media. So thanks to social media for coming along after we were on TV. But um, it's so nice to reconnect. And so how did you I want to talk about um, kind of how we got into the show. I mean, I've I know you have, too. I'm sure I've been asked this a billion times in interviews. But for anybody new who's tuning in and wants to kind of hear where we got started, how well, actually, I should probably start with my origin story because my story leads into your story. Very true. Um, Okay, so I was in Miami. At the time, I was working as a pediatric physical therapist, and I was a Miami Heat dancer. And, of course, when I got on the show, that's all that they put, you know, Miami Heat dancer. I wasn't a pediatric (laughs) physical therapist. My grad school um, had no bearing on who I was. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so I was at home after a busy day at work. I was watching Extra, and I remember... Uh, Lacey Pemberton, who was the casting director at the time, I think she actually might still work with the show or did until very recently. But she was on Extra talking about how they were doing this new reality show. And I had watched Road Rules and Real World um, and loved those shows. And I was like, huh, you know, my ears perked up. And she was like, well, well, you'll get to travel. You'll get to meet people, hopefully find a love connection. And I didn't really care about the love connection at that point. I mean, I was kind of in a rut at that point in my life and yeah. I wanted something new and exciting, but really the the most exciting part to me was just getting to go out to LA and and travel and make new friends. So sure. I ended up applying online, which they still do now. So that hasn't changed, although I know that they go to they create different events in different cities and yep. try to get people to nominate their friends. Yep. Exactly. So I applied online and then they wrote back and, you know, said, we we like what you sent in. Um, just the basic application where you send in more. Of course, you have to send in this like 20 page application and then a video. And I remember my video being I had um, I didn't do anything fancy. I'm pretty sure you didn't either, but you can tell that story. So I, I didn't set even do up a video. On... OK, there you go. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. So um, I had my laundry um What's ironing board? My ironing board set up. And back in the day, you didn't have cameras on your phones. I had a video camera that I set up on my laundry, my ironing board and just (laughs) said, hey, I'm Trista Wren. And this is what I look for in a guy. I think it'd be really fun to be on the show. Blah, blah, blah. It was so basic. So basic. So nothing. (laughs) And then they sent me out to L.A. and I met um, I call him Mr. Big because Mike Fleiss is a very big personality. Yep. And he said, you're my star. And um, he put me on the first season of The Bachelor and the rest is history. I mean, I guess the history is I was the runner up on The Bachelor (laughs) and then they asked me to be The Bachelorette. So so now leading into your story, how did you get started on the show? Yeah. Well, first of all, I love that story. And I think that, uh, you know, thank God you were the runner up uh, because had you been the 
final choice of that oh. show, the world would be a different place for both of us, I think, you know, yeah. a, a quiz is considered. Oh, no, different. you think, you know, I mean, oh, my children know. wouldn't exist. You exactly. Know? Isn't that weird? Oh. It's sort of like butterfly effect type of thing. I love those kind yeah. of movies, like the sliding doors. Same, um, same. Yeah. So I, you know, um, I was uh, a touring musician, signed a record deal right out of college, played football in college mm-hmm. and, then, um, and was a touring musician. And I decided at one point, I'm like, man, uh, we were touring actually with Matchbox. Box 20. We were the opener. And I came to the realization that we were not going to be Journey like I thought we were. I thought we were a Journey at the time. And I'm like, this just isn't working out. You know, I'm like almost 20. I'm 29. What's going on with my life? You know? So I wrote some songs for a movie called The Truth About Cats and Dogs, which had Janine Garofalo and Uma Thurman in it. And I got this publishing advance and I bought a mortgage company or bought into a mortgage company partnership with another guy. But to Mm -hmm. be fair, it's not like what you think of the mortgage companies today. This was like a franchise type of mortgage company. So essentially, I was the uh, mortgage Burger King guy. Right. So, you know, it it was like there was like several throughout the country. (laughs) I only owned one. Anywho, um, it was not what I liked. I was not passionate about it. I wasn't having fun, but I hired a great team around me. And that team, um, they basically, uh, submitted my information to the bachelor without me knowing it. And, Mm -hmm. um, I was actually, oddly enough, I had just had reconstructive knee surgery and then I had, Mm -hmm. I blew my Achilles out right before, uh, they called me. And so I'm crutching around the office. I get a call from Lacey Pemberton. Um, and I think, you know, this part of the story, but, uh, I have no idea how my phone rings, but it's, you know, Lacey Pemberton. And she's like, hi, yeah, is this Bob, Bob Guinea? And that's how her voice sounded in my head. Anyway, by the way, I use that same voice when I impersonate my wife. Um, but it's like, you know, oh, no, yes. I really do. She's like, why did your voice go down when you impersonate me? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. But it's like, you know, hi, this is Lacey. And I'm like, oh, I'm sure it is Lacey, if that's your real name. Uh-huh. And that's exactly sure. my response. And um, I just think it's someone messing with me, you know, so uh, I crutch around the office to see who's giggling and nobody's giggling. I'm like, wow, these guys are good, you know. So I ended up having this long conversation with her and I just basically said, you know, um, she goes, well, we'd, we'd like you to make, do you know, have you watched the show? And I said, I haven't really watched it. I go, I know of it. And she's like, uh, have you, do you know who Trista is? Because you were the first time up, up until that point. Uh, I mean, you were the first Bachelorette, obviously, but they let us know who it was that was going to be the Bachelorette. Right, yeah, because they didn't I, tell me. Yeah, and then I was the first Bachelor that everyone knew who I was before, like they knew it was going to be me before they even yeah. cast the show, right? And so I'm like, uh, you know, no, you know, I, I, I do know her, you know, she's like, what do you think? I'm like, oh, she's very beautiful. And she goes, well, we need you to do a video submission as to why you think Trista should pick you. And I said, yeah, and I'm not doing that. And she goes, what? Nope. And I go, no, I'm not gonna be the fat guy in your blooper reel. Thanks. I'm like, I, uh, I put on like 25 pounds in the last six months with a couple leg surgeries. I'm like, I'm good. You know, thank you though. I have a lovely day. I'm sure it's going to be a wonderful show. I can't wait to watch. So uh, about a week goes by, she calls me back. She's like, I can't get you off my mind. I need to meet you. I'm going to fax you over a thing to fill out. that Fax will, you? Yeah. And it's like a thermal paper, like the, bleep, burr, burr, you know, <laughs> so I fill out this form. They fly me out to LA. Um, <sighs> as much like you, I was kind of like, oh my God, this is crazy. And um, ended up, uh, I ended up actually, so the interview process, you know, they want you to have a suit and tie. And I have one. Oh. It's in it's in my hotel room, but I'm in the hot tub hanging out, meeting girls, singing journey songs at the top of my lungs. And uh <laughs> that's when they are. they pull me out of the pool 
And they're basically like, hey, idiot, come here. We're going to interview you right now. So I'm in a board oh shorts and a T-shirt. Yeah, board shorts and a T-shirt. I get interviewed by Sally and Salsano, who, of course, went on to uh-huh. such great things as Tila Tequila and Jersey Shore and many, many yeah. more. Um, but she interviews me and we just cracked up for about an hour and a half in there. And at the end of it, they're like, uh, well, you know, have you have you put any thought into what you're going to say to Trista? And I'm like... No, I guess, you know, I guess you guys will let me know if I should have to think about that. And they go, think about it. You're going to meet her. And it's and, and like, that was how I got cast on the show. Right on the spot. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty crazy. That's amazing. I love that story. <laughs> Such a good story. I mean, it's crazy that it's been so long. It feels like to me another lifetime, you know? Yeah, yeah uh, it really it, does. Especially when we do interviews for anybody and they're kind of few and far between, you know, now. But yeah. if we do any interviews, it's like, oh, yeah, that was our life. That's how we met. I know. That's it is nuts. crazy. I remember the first night when I was, uh, so I so I get cast on the show and they put us up in, uh, I think it was the Sheraton Universal. I think that's where we were. I can't There remember. were different hotels because Ryan was at the Lodge. Some, what was it called? Sportsman's the Lodge. Lot. Sportsman's <laughs> Lodge. That was it. Yep. That was that was where they put me uh, for the interview process. But when uh, when we came up for the show. Oh, got it. Got and that's it. why I thought I was like, and that's when they used to film the show Blind Date. Do you remember that show where like the little bubbles? Oh my gosh, of course. And yes. that place was sketch at best. Yeah. So yeah. I remember, I remember checking into that place on, on the interview going, does this show even have a budget? Like what is going on here? You know, Not back and, then. Uh, not at all. Now they got quite a budget. But yeah, so yeah. I was at the Sheraton Universal when the car picked me up, I was like, well, uh, I guess I'll, I'll probably be back tonight. Cause I remember thinking to myself, there's no way, you know, like, all these dudes are in, you know, I remember, I remember the, the pictures of the guys and everybody's like, you know, buff and flexing and I had never been fatter in my life. And I'm like, well, I'll definitely be coming home tonight. Aww. So well, and, uh, you got a rose. I did. I certainly shows how wonderful your taste is my friend. I, oh yes, of course. You, and I remember <laughs> you doing the Irish jig at the party. Yes. Yeah. You know, that's, oh, yes. that usually happens when I have a few cocktails and I was yeah, one of the and we, first and we didn't guys. have any cocktails that night. No God. Well, that was the old school version of the show, right? Where it was basically like everyone shows up. Uh, we have yep. little finger appetizers that no one's really supposed to eat and then we yep. just keep filling you with booze and that was hey by the way was, they still do that is that, that, still, is just, that is not just old school that is still <laughs> happening to this day oh my gosh yeah that was so yeah. fun and i remember <laughs> I, I i remember following so you know i was one of the i was the first limo and i remember you know so i was there hanging out for quite some time and that takes as you know more than anyone what the process is there yeah. And I had a, I had a lot of fun in there by myself, uh, you know, then uh, was like my little limo of guys. And was Ryan in the limo with you? I think Ryan was. Yeah. Ryan was, yeah. Jamie Blythe was, um, myself. I mean, you know, and, and so we're all in there hanging out and we got our limo got along great. Like we were all like yeah. buddies. And that was the thing about that show too, which I thought was so great was, you know, um, it was obviously long before social media and long yeah. before people knew that they were going to be kind of, uh, you know, uh, portrayed in a certain way, I guess is the best way to put it. We were buddies. Right. I mean, that show yeah. was like, we were like, I mean, I, I remember thinking, God, I love these guys. And it wasn't yeah. like a bromance. It was like, we are genuinely going to be friends. I, and, and so right. many of us still are to this day, you know, and it was never like a caddy thing with the majority of us. There was, you know, there was of course the exception in that house. Uh, I believe, um, 
you know, poor Russ, poor Russ yeah. got the, uh, got yeah. the shoot, the short of the stick on that one, but you know, yeah. everybody else got along great and was very, you know, and, and even to that end, I think even Russ was a, was a nice guy and was very social yeah. and, you know, he was just, he was just there with a purpose, you know? And well, he came with the, the Tiffany bracelet and all of yeah. you were like, <laughs> Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. You like, know. how dare you bring a Tiffany bracelet and, and like, uh, what do you call it? One up me, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, now, you know, who knows? Now he would have rode in on a horse or done something else, you know, spectacular as they do these days. Yeah. The rest of us just got out of the car and we're like, hi. Oh, my God, you're beautiful. How are you? Exactly. <laughs> so basic. Ryan know? was like deer in the headlights. He didn't even remember his name. I know. It was so fun. But I, I remember that whole experience so well. It was like it was yesterday. Is that how you remember it with Alex Michelle, too? You know, it's really hard for me to remember back that far. Um, but, uh, but, but I do remember it being like, uh, you know, kind of a great, it was, it was not kind of, it was a crazy situation that I had never been in before. I hadn't, you know, I had done some things with local TV for the Miami heat, but nothing on this scale. And so, yeah, you get out of the limo and walk up and, and there's and at that point in time, they weren't very quiet about the cameras being in your face. Like now right. I feel like they do a really good job, probably. And I, I haven't been there to see filming um, really in recent years. Yeah. But I would assume that they're really good about kind of keeping it hidden so that you don't know they're there. You know, that plays yep. to more of you being able to be yourself and, and act naturally. So. I don't remember them being very quiet about it. You know, they were just all gawky, you know, all the cameramen all gawky around you. And, um, and yeah, it was crazy. I, I, I did say, uh, like a couple minutes ago that they didn't tell me who it was, but that's not true. They showed us pictures of Alex and they, they showed us like, kind of like told us about who he was, that he went to Harvard, I think Harvard or Stanford, one of those. And You know, he had traveled and yada, yada, yada. Um, And so on paper, he looked great. And then, you know, I ended up developing um, a connection with him that was kind of shocking to me because I really honestly didn't. I was very skeptical that it could happen. I mean, please, at this point in time in in the world of reality television, it was um, Mike had done a show called who wants to marry a millionaire? That's right. Darva right? Conger. So he, yep. exactly, Darva Conger. Yep. And this guy was supposedly a millionaire, but they found out afterwards that he really wasn't, like he wasn't right. very successful. Um, so all these ladies are there on, on a stage, I think with maybe an audience, um, oh maybe God. not an audience, I don't remember. But anyway, there, there were all these ladies and this guy, and and they basically got married after meeting him that day. Um, Darva <laughs> married this guy. I can't even remember what his name was. So it was that show, and it developed into The Bachelor. And he thought, let's let's do this, like not on a stage, but over a specific period of time, and take away their phones and their computers and all their yep. connections to the outside 
world and see if we can make something happen. And so at that point in time, I was super skeptical and I just thought, I just, I'm there for fun. Like I just, I just want to meet these girls and hang out with this guy and maybe, you know, I'll show him who I am and be true to myself. And then if we develop something, then great. And it ended up happening to where we actually forged um, a strong connection. And then in the end, I actually um, asked him, I think two days before the final rose ceremony, we were on our final date. And I said, so who are you going to pick? Like totally put him on the spot. And of course he said you. Like he's like, oh, you, of course, of course, duh. Um, But I went into the final rose ceremony completely thinking that I was going to be getting engaged that day. And then thank the Lord above, I... (laughs) was not his chosen one. And as I was watching the finale of the show, um, you know, a few months later, Fleiss calls me and he's like, hey, would you ever consider being The Bachelorette? And I, yes, for sure. Because at that point in time, you know, you get to know the producers so well. You spoke about Sally Ann Salsano. She was on my season. We had a great connection. Jason Carbone, Lisa Levinson, Mike Fleiss, all of them and your handlers and all of that, you you become really bonded with these people. I mean, you share yeah. so much time with them and really your deepest, darkest thoughts, you know, um, deepest, lightest thoughts, however you want to say that. Sure. And, you know, you get really close with them. So I, I became really close with them. And I thought, you've got ABC, a major television network, scouring the country for guys that I would never be able to meet on my right, own. And right. yeah, so that was wisdom, just yeah. my, my thought. And thank God it was you, you guys, because yeah. I don't know if I could have dealt like there's so much drama these days. I don't know if I could have dealt with that. Like you guys had to the point where I remember showing up for a date and I feel like whoever was coming on the date, I don't know if it was a group date or what, the guy, and you guys were, I'm sure you were joking. And I say you, I don't know if you were particularly on this date or on this particular date, but they wanted to stay home and like hang out with each other instead of come on the date. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I know what you're talking about. So I remember you showing up for, to pick someone up for a date and yeah. Jamie Blythe and I were playing basketball down on the, on the basketball court. And I remember this mm-hmm. vividly. And all of a sudden I see cameras like shuffling. Like you said, they were not stealth like they are now. That was just like, you know, right. And, and here they come down to the basketball court and I'm like, uh Oh, something's up, you know? And I'm like, I think we might be in trouble, but we were shooting hoops and Jamie was an amazing basketball player. And I love to play basketball. Right. And all of a sudden there you are and you look beautiful. I remember, you know, you're like standing up on the balcony and you look down and you go, Hey fellas. And we're we're, we're like, oh, hey, Tristan, what's up? And you're like, "Uh, aren't you going to, you know, come on up here and and, uh, say hello? And we're like, well, you're... You're going on what a date mean? with some we're other dudes. Basketball. I mean, we're playing oops. Yeah. And I remember that. And I remember <laughs> you leave for the date. And I remember they come down. The producers come down. They're like, hey, idiot. Like, what are you doing? And I'm like, what? And they're like, you know, she's here. You should be up there, you know, getting some FaceTime with her. I'm like, dude, I'm sweating my ass off. She's right. you know, she's going on a date with, you know, five dudes. I wasn't one of the ones she picked for this date. I, I don't know what I'm supposed right. to do. And it was so funny because I would have never thought that that was what I was supposed to do. But now when you watch the show, you do notice they're all gathered around, you know, right. the, the bachelor or the bachelor come in and they're like, hey, have a great night, you guys. You know, we'll see you later or whatever. Yeah. Oh, no, they tell you, you're going to sit here on the couch and you're going to sit here on the couch. (laughs) It's so funny. Oh, no, it's very I I feel like that part of it 
can be very produced, like, you know, who's where and yeah. what are they talking about, or at least what's the start starting conversation. That sure. is so funny. I mean, I didn't mean to call you out, but I totally <laughs> no, did. No, no, I love it. Believe me. You kidding me? I love that stuff. I remember, I remember so many fun, like little moments like that. And, and, and it is kind of interesting, and I'm sure, I'm sure we can get into it too, but how much the experience probably changed from your time on The Bachelor sure. to when you were The Bachelorette, other than being the lead. It's like, you know, I remember saying to the producers at one point, I was like, look, I, I understand you guys are shooting a TV show. Just don't let the joke be on me. Like, tell me what you yeah. want me to do. And, and I get it. <laughs> and so they would literally be like, OK, Bob, um, Debbie and Brenda hate Rhonda. So we're going to sit them on a couch together and we want you to come and grab Rhonda and take her out on the veranda and, you know, kiss her. I'm like, OK, you know, <laughs> all right. So I mean, you know, here they are, you know, very uncomfortably and awkwardly, like ready to kill each other. I'm like, pardon me, Rhonda, can I steal you for a sec? And then, you know, you go out, you sit in the thing and you look up and the girls are looking at you and you can see they're filming them. And, you know, I'm just like, uh, so how's your day? And we're going to kiss, you know, just yeah. sort of one of those. And blah, blah, blah. And blah, um, blah, blah, yeah. blah. <laughs> oh, they do that nowadays. That's for sure. But I feel like when it was my season, it was really kind of hard. So going from The Bachelor to where there's a guy and 25 yeah. girls, right? And the guy looks all manly and studly. He's got all these women fighting for him. And then cut to The Bachelorette. And the media starts rolling out about how I'm going to be The Bachelorette. And I remember I got cut to shreds before the season even started because by particular people. I mean, not by everybody. There were a yeah. lot of supportive people in the media. But there were a lot of people that were like, a girl and 25 guys? Like, yeah. how is that going to look? She is going to look like a complete slut. Right. And right. and they they pinned that to me before I even, even showed up. It was horrible. Like, the double standard was yeah. very much alive back in the day. Yeah. And I, I feel that. like now – and that's why – Going into it, because the media had come out before I obviously started taping the show, we've we've laughed about this moment a lot in that there were moments where, I mean, I kissed four guys, yeah, four guys um, on my season, and I was very thoughtful about it because yeah. I was like, people already think I'm going to look like a slut, so I better make sure that I don't look like a slut. Right. So, yeah. yeah, you know, and, and so... The the funny thing that we've laughed about is the part with Jamie Blythe and the um, we went on we went on a so what good. do you call the crab? Well, you tell the story actually because you're way better at it. It is one of my favorite stories, and I tell this story kind of a lot. But so yeah, we're on a group date, uh, and Trista of course is there, and we go to the beach. Of course you're there; it's your show. We go to the beach, <laughs> and um, I remember two specific things about that season. One, I remember. Um, and, and this is a sad thing to remember, but it, it, I remember you had, you had a friend who got injured or, or lost her lives in, in a go-karting accident or something like that. Yeah. And one of our dates was on go-karts and you were just like, yeah. what? He died. Yeah. He died in a go-karting accident. And so I got there and I was like boo-hooing, like, yeah. this is not okay. I can't do this. And I yeah. ended up doing it. But yeah, it was not a great day for me. I anyway, think go they, ahead. They, plan, they didn't seem to plan some of these dates as well as they could have. And the other one no. um, was, and I had one of these on my season too, but was that you don't like shellfish. And exactly. on this particular date that we were on, this group date that we were on, five guys in the limo with Trista and we're out on the beach. And it's like, you know, as, as, <laughs> as they always do, Trista's like, well, look what I prepared for us. And it's like a, a clam bake buried in the sand, you know, it's like steamy. Yep. And, and the look on your face was like, 
you know, Ew. and I'll be having some chicken nuggets, you know. And um, anyway, the producers come because over. Because at that point in time, they didn't they didn't feed you before. You right. ate on the show while you, you were really taping. You really did. Yeah, you really yeah. did. Like, well, that was your time to eat because you sure yep. as hell weren't going to get anything before or after. And it was going to nope. be balanced with a heady, you know, a heavy uh, balanced diet of booze. So yeah. <laughs> I remember the, one of the producers comes over to me. He's like, hey, Bob, um, listen, man. Uh, so, you know, Trista's wondering why you haven't tried to kiss her. And, uh, and I'm like, really? And he goes, yeah. I go, so she walked up to you and just randomly said, God, I just don't know why Bob hasn't tried to kiss me. Right. He's like, he's like yeah. I go, you realize it's the first date I've been on with her, right? Like, uh, uh, this is my first date. And he's like, yeah. Yeah, I realize that. And she's she realizes it too, buddy. And I'm like, okay, so you're telling me that Trista walked up to you and was like, gosh, I'm on a group date with five random dudes on a beach. And I really want Bob to try to make out with me. That's what that's what she told you. And he's like, absolutely. And he hands me like two Coronas. And I go, awesome. I'll drink these because I'm not going out there. I'm not trying to make out with her. And he's like, what? I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm not doing that. I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm like, first of all, she never said that to you. Secondly, yeah. what am I going to, I'm going to go out there and like just randomly lean in. I'm like, we haven't even talked. Like, no, you know, other than the first night at the mansion. So anyway, I, uh, I walk away and I come back and I'm like, you know, and I, I thought of something else. I'm like, Hey, you know what I will do? I'll go out and hang with her. You know, I just don't, don't expect me to try and make out with her. So I go to tell him this and he's like, shh, shh, shh. no, look, look. And I look and there's Jamie, poor Jamie on the beach. Literally, as I look, he's like, leaning in and you give him the tombstone you give him the Heisman you're like nope no what are you doing and I remember just laughing hysterically from where I was my little vantage point you know thinking yeah because it worked on Jamie of course Jamie would do it you know yeah he was was, a little gullible oh my god it was so gotta love him Yep, you gotta love but them. yeah, no, I I remember that. I remember Jamie. I mean, I don't remember. I don't know the backstory, of course, but um, but I remember Jamie coming up to me and saying, "Hey, would you know? Would you mind if I gave you a kiss?" And it was really sweet of him. He was being a total gentleman to even ask. Yeah. Sure, but but. I was like, yeah, maybe just on the cheek. I mean, that actually is super embarrassing to me that I was like, maybe on the cheek. I just be- hate being put in that kind of situation. It's such a weird spot, um, you know? It's such so weird, weird. I mean, I, I didn't know him at all. And I really I was like, and now they're like, oh, yeah, we just met. Let's kiss. Or, Let's or some yeah. of the girls or guys get out of the limo and plant one right on the Bachelor or the Bachelorette, like right out the gate. And I just, I, I guess... I was even though I got um, I, I met my husband and got engaged on a reality show. I am more traditional in that sense in that, sure. you know, give me a little bit more time before I'm making out with you. I know. Well, let's, OK, <laughs> so let's talk about the differences between our time and the time now. I think that was a big one yeah. that you just said. Right. They they're going for it right out of the gates, whereas we were, I think, a little I mean, I was the kissing bandit bachelor. I, you I know were that. the kissing bandit. <laughs> yeah. Yep, he's got he's got a title, you guys. I Actually, I think title. he's probably got a plaque in his house somewhere. <laughs> I do somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> I, it's in the it's in the kids' room. I keep it right in the nursery. Yeah. Uh, you know, but um, yeah. So I, I remember, you know, I was the guy that was like the kissing bandit. But that, but now knowing how the show works and knowing how they approached yeah. me to kiss you, you know, I, I at the time I remember thinking, oh my god, all these girls are just like trying to kiss me. I mean, this is so crazy. And, you know, realizing it now that it was kind of like the producers going, you know, Bob really uh, would like to kiss you. You should go out there and I'm kiss I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, I'm positive that was the case. But, yeah. um, you know, other than that, And now right. it's part of, it's part of the way the show is. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like the people on the show feel like they 
are falling behind if they don't kiss them exactly. right off the gate. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, you watch the show pretty religiously, me. right? You see, you, you've seen pretty much every season because you get asked about it all the time. And I, I used to, too, when I was doing the Today Show stuff, I would get asked about it yeah. all the time. And so I was a little more militant about watching it. But I remember thinking to myself that everybody was more aggressive. Everybody was more, yeah. you know, not just from the kissing perspective, but, you know, I see myself, you know, marrying you. And it's like, you just right. met her. You know, right. So I always think of that, you know, so it seems a little bit more. The stakes are a lot higher, it seems. I have watched every season of every show, every spinoff, whatever, just because it kind of it's kind of like my family. I feel like I've I've said this um, I've said this before, but I feel very maternal towards everyone in a sure. way because I'm they call me the fairy godmother, you know, so <laughs> it, they're like my little god babies. Um, yeah. Anyone who's really been on the show, even though I don't know even half of the cast. Um, yeah. But I mean, there's been a lot of people over the years. In fact, I would love to know that number. How many people have been on the show? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and how many people's lives have been changed by the show? Uh because it half of Instagram, half of Instagram's lives have been changed. Half of Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Most people's, uh, you know, teeth whitening yeah. kits have been changed. I know that, right? Well, that I think that uh, brings up a good point. Social media, like it was not around when we were filming. It was no. not a thing. The only Didn't thing exist. that that did exist were what do they call them? Um, Chat rooms. Chat. No, they're. They were for like um, message boards. That's what they were. They were message boards and um, they were on like the ABC site. So ABC.com had message (laughs) boards on their site and then everyone would go there and basically just spill their guts and say what they thought and not hold anything back. So it was basically like social media now. But it was not in it. It was the precursor to social media, and yeah, and MySpace I, was there before Facebook. My MySpace. Oh my gosh, yep. that's hysterical. Um, yeah. Yes. So it, you know, those things existed, but we didn't have camera phones. Like I said before, we couldn't take pictures like of everything and everything that was happening. So we weren't documenting like the behind the scenes stuff. Um, right. You know, we had. It was on VHS, like when they, so my mom was traveling a lot to, um, to China and overseas and they would actually send her VHS tapes of, of the show so that she could watch it. Um, but we had VHS tapes, like you couldn't stream, you couldn't, like if you didn't watch the show that night then I don't know that you could watch it. You know what I mean? Cause they didn't have a way to, right. You had to have the VHS tape. My brother-in-law had TiVo at the time. TiVo. And I remember he TiVo'd yes. the season. And my wife yeah. actually asked if, if she could watch an episode of it one time. And he hooked up his TiVo and all this kind of stuff. It was like, <laughs> and he was just like, I'm sorry, I can't figure this out anymore. I mean, it's on there somewhere, you know, but we can't yeah. watch it. Yeah. Well, they did actually, um, maybe like five years ago, something like that, 10 years ago, they put it on ABC under like, 
a reboot like tab or something like that to where yeah. you could watch the old seasons. And I'm like horrified, like, no, please. No, <laughs> <laughs> I know my hair was so bad back then. I have no idea. Oh, mine I mean, too. It was like, I orange. Shaved I don't my know. Head. So, so I was like, my hair was so curly and this natural. It wasn't, uh, you know, Ogilvy home perm. Um, and <laughs> I got to the point where I was oh like, God. people would see my hair before they even saw me. And it would it, either they would confuse oh me with Joe gosh. Millionaire. You know, I was like that yep. Evan guy. They'd be like, is that Joe Millionaire or Bachelor Pop? You know, and uh, <laughs> so I just got I just like brush cut my hair and then it grew back kind of straighter, which is interesting. You know, I don't know how that Well, happened. hey, the show helped yeah. you. The show it helped, helped your hair. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't need as much relaxer <laughs> anymore. <laughs> or maybe it, it was just, all the chlorine from the hot tubs because that's definitely yeah. something that that's one thing the show has lost yeah, yeah exactly it was and still is the uh, hot tubs i mean i yeah. i wonder how many hot tubs have been uh, what's the weirdest utilized? place they set up a hot tub for you whether between the bachelor or the bachelorette what's the weirdest place that there was a random hot tub on a houseboat in seattle oh that is kind of It weird. was good. That was the steamy scene with me and Ryan. Um, it was uh-huh. our, like, fantasy. So it was our, um, yeah, our fantasy suite date. We went to Seattle. So hey. the budget has <laughs> changed. <laughs> yeah, one of my fantasy suite dates was Jackson Hole, Wyoming. I'm like, exactly. now, they go, uh-huh. now they go to Bangkok for the entire, you know, they're all over the countryside of Thailand. The whole crew goes, you know. I night, know. Night I know. Yeah, we were in yeah. Seattle on a houseboat, and there was a hot tub on the houseboat. So we were basically floating in, you know, whatever that body of water is. I don't yeah. remember what, yeah. what is that body of water in Seattle. Um, on a houseboat and yeah. making out in a hot tub because that's what you do on the Bachelor or the Bachelorette. That's kind of, that's kind of sleepless <laughs> in Seattle-ish, you know. I like it. Yeah. 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 Mine it was, was actually uh, a great night. Great night. My weirdest hot tub, uh, pop-up hot tub uh, location was uh, Kelly Joe and I were in Alaska. We went to Alaska, which was actually a pretty cool exotic date. Like for one of those, we ended up on a yeah. glacier and doing all this kind of stuff. But it was the day after, and I know you know this story, but the day after my allergic reaction to Alaskan king crab legs. And yes. uh, so I was a little puffy. <laughs> a little puffy. <laughs> swollen and uh we're out doing you know whatever we do on the date and then all of a sudden we randomly happen across a hot tub at the base of this mountain and randomly yes and it's not what you think because you know they do have hot tubs in those locations that are amazing because they're actually hot this one was uh like a an above ground you know hot tub that they fancied into this little thing and because of the fact that they wanted to make sure that audio wouldn't get ruined it Uh was lukewarm water at best in Alaska in the winter. Oh my gosh. Stop. And we have to climb into this tub and it's not like you climb in and you're like, oh, the steam. You climb in and you're like, right. oh. Does <laughs> anyone have like a scuba suit? <laughs> and the bubbles can't run. You know, that's one of the things you don't realize on, you know, when course. you're watching from home, but there's no bubbles because the audio will get wrecked. And right. we were in this hot tub for probably like 15 minutes and the whole time we're both just like, please guys, can we can, can we, we think of something leave? else? Can we go in the yeah. you know the gondola? You know, can we do anything? Yeah. It's freezing. Uh, it's really cold. It's it actually just, funny that yeah. you say that because on this season with Clayton and Gabby, who's from <coughs> Denver, they had a hot tub in the middle of their hike. And because I live in Colorado, I all I was thinking was where the hell did this hot tub come from? Like, you know, I'm thinking behind the scenes, like, how did they get this hot tub here? And maybe it was like, there's a, you know, a 
where you park your cars to go on the hikes. Maybe yeah, it's like right by that. Um, but I was like, I want to know if there's really a hot tub somewhere out there, like on a hike somewhere. I want to go. <laughs> I need to know this. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it was so funny. I always thought that was so it was always like, guys, I mean, maybe we do something different this time besides a hot tub and champagne. And I'm not a champagne guy either. So that was always tough for me, yeah. you know, to, to yeah. have that going too. So oh, and, totally. You know, no, you have to do champagne. You have to do yep. a toast. At everything. Hey, I, I want to bring up um, something that actually is toastworthy in Bachelor Nation that just happened. Yes. Um, Andy Dorfin, who I know you you love her just yes, as much as I do. Her. Yep. She just got engaged. And That's I am so awesome. happy for her. Um, it seems like this guy, his name's Blaine Hart. I mean, Andy Hart. Is that not like a soap opera name or like That's a... That's pretty cool. Like, Right. Great yeah, name. I like that. I like that. Um, he surprised her at the beach and um, actually surprised her in an even bigger way in that he per, uh, he um, planned it. Sorry, I couldn't figure out the word plan. Um, <laughs> planned it. Yeah, that's what happens when you become a mother. Poof. Words yeah, just vanish. Yeah, mom um, brain. Yeah. yeah, mom brain. Um, but he planned it with all of her family and friends. So he had them all waiting back at their house after he so proposed cool. and they came in and oh, I just, I'm so, so, so happy. She for you, deserves Andy. it. She's such a sweetheart. And I love hearing that because, you know, it was one of those things. I mean, she's, she's had a couple, you know, New York times bestsellers and everything else basically about the single life, right? Like she was kind of yeah. like, this is it. Right. And, and uh, she, you know, I mean, it was kind of like she was sort of committed to that single life. So it's really cool that she yeah. found somebody and, you know, she's a, she's a really cool. I, I'm really, really happy for her. That's awesome. I am, too. I love her. I, I And I also wonder if there will be a new book coming out when she gets married, being that oh, it was about go. the single life. Single life. Now it's about married life. So maybe yeah. she'll come out with a married life book. Um, interesting. That'd be interesting yeah. for sure. Now, I you mentioned Clayton's season, which I did not watch. But I know at yeah. the end of Clayton's season, um, they talked about uh, the, the, and you mentioned Gabby. And what was, there's, there's two Rachel is the other right? girl. Yeah. Rachel. Mm, two bachelorettes this season, which I know Ashley and Ben have talked about a lot on here, but yeah. uh, I'm really excited because I feel like there's been some chatter about whether or not the bachelor will survive for that much longer. And I feel like they need to change things up. You know, yeah. they yeah. they need to make things more interesting for people. The ratings haven't been fantastic. Um, I mean, I will always be one of the ratings because I'm always going to watch. But um, yeah. I know that's not for everybody. And and I think it's really cool that they're going to actually have two bachelorettes. I mean, I do worry that it will set things up to be disastrous because I believe <laughs> what they are doing is um, the girls are going to be dating the same pool of guys. Oh, wow. So it's going to be like I know. 20 guys or 30 guys and these two girls. Yeah. And these two wow. girls. And I don't know how it will work if like the girls will put in their priority of who they want to go on a date with. And then maybe the two girls have the same guy as a priority. Will there be an awkward two on one with the girls? Like, I don't know. I I wonder how it's going to work, but I do think it will get people talking and maybe that will um, bring up some ratings and keep yeah. keep them on the air for longer. Who knows? I just I just have to say that I love Gabby and Rachel. I think that they are both so articulate. I mean, you didn't see the season, um, but Gabby, so I won't, I won't get into the whole story. The people here know what happened basically. Right. Um, but 
she stood up for herself in such an articulate way uh, that I just, I'm so excited for her. Like she just, she put him in his place and didn't let him step all over her. And, and I was so proud of her. I, I, I've, I feel like I met her. So she was a Denver Bronco cheerleader and Blakesley was a junior Denver Bronco cheerleader. They have this little program with the little girls. Yeah. They get to dance with the Bronco cheerleaders. And so I, I don't know if I met her or met her from afar, but, um, I'm really excited for her. And Rachel just seems like she's got it all put together. They like, they are both beautiful girls, but I think even more so they are willing to talk about their feelings, which I think is so important when you are the lead. I think they are ready for a relationship. I think that their Gabby is hysterical. Um, (laughs) and, and I, I love that. So I'm, I'm really excited about this season. Maybe you'll watch. Yeah, I, well, I, I definitely watch? will because I will. Well, only because, uh, no, I shouldn't say only because. Yes, I will. And also because I heard all those great things about them. Um, and it made me actually bummed that I didn't watch the season because I, you know, I, I it was kind of funny when the promo came out for Clayton's season. I was like, oh, my God. It's like Jesse Palmer times two. Like Jesse and he were standing there and they like were almost the same height, the same. I mean, it was kind of. They're twins. Yeah, totally. It's kind of like, wow, that is really crazy. But it was one of those things where it was like, you know, um, I heard about the girls standing up to Clayton and about them both kind of standing their ground and, you know, really sort of establishing who they were. And I think that that's going to be awesome because, you know, let's not kid ourselves, right? It's totally a different ball of wax when you're on the other side of that flower. You're the one handing it it out. It's a, it's a different thing. And I mean, you and I both, we've talked about this a bunch, but we were so worried about hurting anyone's feelings and trying to be cautious and, you know, everything else. So, I mean, I get it. it. I think it's pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I think they both have a really good heart. I mean, I remember the first night I was crying because I was like, oh my God, I, how can I let these guys go when I don't even know them? Like, I feel really bad. It, and yeah. it just got worse from there. So you really have to have, be a strong um, person to be able to really kind of get through it. Yeah. Um, okay. So I think this was amazing. How much fun was this, right? I, I love it. it. I absolutely loved it. So much fun. Not a bad first episode. I think it was fun. I mean, I want we want you guys to chime in, though. So we would love for you to chime in on the Instagram account for Almost Famous. Um, It's at almost underscore famous podcast. And we'd also, if possible, if anyone was listening to us today. (laughs) (laughs) My mom will tune um, in. Or we were just gabbing away, just having a fun time by ourselves. Um, (laughs) If anyone was listening and you'd like to send in questions, we would love to hear your questions or any topics that you'd want us to cover. If there's any people that you would like for us to have on the show that maybe were from older seasons. I'm going to say older seasons, not old seasons. Um, that's right. (laughs) More mature seasons. Yes. More mature. More mature. Um, the OG seasons. Um, the OG if you'd season. like for us to invite anybody on, um, if you have a great story that you'd like to share, we'd love to hear from you. So if you yep. could email Ben and Ashley, that's an A N D. So Ben and Ashley at iHeartRadio.com. That'd yes. be awesome. We'd love to hear from and you. And thanks for tuning in, everybody. And thank you, Trista. Thanks for uh, taking a trip down memory lane with me. I mean, honestly, we have so much more to talk about. We haven't even gotten yeah. to half of it. So, I mean, there's a couple other funny things that just jumped into my head that I would love to tell you about. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, see well, what I can't wait to hear. It. I can't wait to hear. Uh, yeah, definitely. But thank you guys so much for tuning in. And Trista, thank you for joining me on our first podcast. 
Yay. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Thanks, Bob. Thanks, producers. Thanks, Ben and Ashley, for letting us kind of steal your show for a minute. Yeah. Ride your coattails. <laughs> we appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Until the next one. Take care, everybody. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.